0: Anybody want to feel it? Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to the hot tag here on Sin Nation. Welcome, everyone. I hope you're all having a lovely, lovely night, and I hope it's only going to get better for all of you. It's just me in the studio by myself this week, but uh, nevertheless, I've got plenty of music lined up for this episode. Plenty of, uh, hopefully, tunes to keep your night really, I don't know, sort of fun and exciting, as I'm trying to do here in the studio alone. So, uh, no, nevertheless, we're going to have a lot of fun, and I do apologise, I am feeling a bit crook at the moment, but we push forward for the wrestling, and for the good musics. Hopefully, you all appreciate the musics. Um, yeah, so this week we're going to be talking about wrestling uh, wrestlers in movies, uh, whether it hinders or helps their careers, their their sort of persona. Um yeah, I figure that this is a really, really important uh, thing to bring up, um, considering how so many stars seem to be working their way into film or ha- have done like one-off movies. But yes, it'll be uh, should be a good talk, should be a lot of fun. Um, but first, we're going to kick it right off with a little song. This is "Flight of the Concord's "Most Beautiful Girl." You're listening to the Hot Tag here on Sin Nation. That was The Most Beautiful Girl by Flight of the I Absolutely love that track. It's it's really lovely and very catchy. I love the little guitar bits of it. Um, oh, clearly, I listen to music. I know all about music. The guitar bits on the strings and the whatnots. Oh, God. This is going to be a long episode. I apologize, ladies and gentlemen. I'll try to stretch it out as much as I can. Um... Of course, Uh, welcome back to the hot tag here on Sin Nation. I'm your host, Julian, uh, and I will kick this show off by saying that here at Sin, we acknowledge and pay respect to the owners that the land of Sin was built on and stands on the land of the Wurundjeri people of Kulin Nation. Sin also acknowledges and pays respect to the elders and traditional owners of the lands our content reaches, as well as the radio stations we broadcast from across the country. So, to get right into it, wrestlers in movies you'd think it's a good idea being that uh wrestlers are known for being theatrical and have to put on a performance put on a show and and it's very true they are actors in a sense you know they're they're mm, I, I reckon more stuntmen than actors but um definitely the the need to act Like the skills of acting are translated into wrestling very very importantly. Um, As a drama student uh, in high school, uh, it definitely it definitely helps to have that ability to show emotion. You know, through through your actions, through your words, through through just facial expressions and for that as a as a wrestler for that to happen it translates what they're feeling what and it really gives gives purpose to what this uh said wrestler will be saying doing or thinking even so does it harm a wrestler's reputation for them to be a part of a movie not really all it really does is sort of boost their reputation and sort of gives them a bit more of an audience um um Oh, I'm at a loss for words. They are sort of spread across to a wider audience, Uh, not just that wrestling-based audience, but the film-based audience uh, who enjoy watching films, of course. Um, Even though some of these films may be sort of like low-budget, maybe B-grade movies, they're still starring these wrestlers, um, nonetheless, of course. Uh, So... It can only do good, really, for any wrestler to be a part of a movie. And with in saying that, there've been so many wrestlers who've taken part of part in movies over over just decades and decades of years, and and it's really crazy to see. Um, how some of them sort of attach to the role and how some of them even, I don't know, just sort of do a one-off movie like I said before and uh, just go back to wrestling and stick to what they're good at and what they're more comfortable with. Uh, Definitely one of the wrestlers that really sort of incorporates the sort of actor as a character into his uh, wrestling um, persona is definitely The Miz. He, like, stands up the most... um, He's been in the Marine 3, 4, and 5, and, yeah, his whole, like, in-WWE gimmick is that, you know, he is the, the A-lister, uh, using air quotation marks, if you're listening. If, you're, if you are if you can follow along with me doing that, I just did it about 17 times. Anyway, moving on. Um, yeah, his whole, like, even just his intro theme, you know, it's, so oh, quiet on the set, and it really works for him. He, you know, he dresses in a nice suit. Uh, it's always very, very big, posh, uh, camera flashes, uh, sort of, like, the lights behind him, it's great, and it, it does nothing but help his character, him being an actor as well, um, which then, you know, sort of translates to how well he's able to perform, uh, not just in fighting in the ring, but in just, like, just, acting and, and putting on these, like, dramatic conversations with other other wrestlers, other characters, you know, having good back and forths and being able to control the crowd just through words and, and pulling off some of the damn near funniest <laughs> facial expressions, like, this week on Raw, where, no, last week, forgive me, uh, when Braun Strowman returned from uh, being crushed in a dump trunk, there's more uh, quotation marks there, from being crushed. Um, his face was just priceless just the slow drop from a smile to like sadness worry and like pure terror it was just fantastic and The Miz is amazing and I have such high praise for him for being able to control that so well um even more than some wrestlers that he works with. And it's it's crazy, you know, maybe it does come from that experience working on a set in front of a camera, having a script and, and you know, having to memorize all these lines and and, and do all these takes over and over and over again compared to, you know, being in front of a live crowd. And I don't know, maybe it does help. It, it, it really seems like it personally. Um, yeah, so hats off to The Miz. He's really, really stepped up. Um, but then we have a look at, of course, bigger stars. The most obvious, who sort of skyrocketed into like Hollywood A-list top. I think it was like last year he was like the top uh, highest-paid actor or like most popular actor in the world. The Rock, of course, um, he's been in everything now. He's a fantastic actor. He was fantastic in wrestling and still is. And. It just it all comes together. Maybe it was that that wrestling background sort of helped him create that, or give him that leeway into acting uh, in the way that he 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 has such a charismatic character. The rest, the Rock, you know, he's so charismatic, he's so energetic, and and to translate that onto onto film and see him be all these different characters, all these crazy characters, all these serious characters, it's really fantastic to watch. It's really really awesome, and props to the Rock. He's he's Like The Miz. Oh, well, The Miz is more different. Miz is more in wrestling, while The Rock is more in movies as of today. Um, But, yeah, film is definitely very, very... I wouldn't say... I also wouldn't say it's, it's key for any wrestler. You know, it's like, oh, you have to be in a film to make it big if you want to be popular. It's... There's been a lot of movies coming out of WWE, like sort of WWE collaboration, B-grade B movies. But, you know, wrestlers, they don't need to be in them. Uh, they're already, you know, fantastic as they are, um, no matter what skill level. Um, everyone's still training in wrestling. Everyone's learning something new. You can never be the best. But I I don't know where I'm going with this, actually. <laughs> but, yeah, so... I think I'm at a loss for words, so I think I'm going to throw it to another song before I start confusing myself and all of the listeners with uh, a bit of Dean Martin, actually. <laughs> we're going to throw it for the old souls out there. I've got this and another shoo uh, lined up for later on this evening, uh, but for the, ni- for the moment, we're going to play Ain't That A Kick In The Head by Dean Martin. I love this song to death. Please enjoy. This is The Hot Tag on Sin Nation. That was Ain't That a Kick in the Head by Dean Martin. That's, like I said before, for all the old souls out there listening, uh, I'm definitely one myself. Welcome back to, to the hot tag here on Sin Nation. Uh, I extremely, humbly apologise, ladies and gentlemen, for how nasally I've been uh, so far this episode. We're only 17 minutes in, but uh, whew, I'm definitely feeling <clears throat> feeling the cold coming on. But I'm going to push on. Um because we have to discuss the sort of biggest wrestling stars to do film, um, definitely the first that comes into mind, sort of going back all the way, would um, have to be uh, Hulk Hogan uh, as Thunderlips Lips in uh, Rocky Three. Uh, definitely, definitely one of my favourite characters that the Ro- uh, that Hulk Hogan has played. Forgive me um, on screen. It was really, really awesome to see him, you know, take on Sylvester Stallone uh, as Rocky. Uh, in a boxing match, it was. I, I felt like it was the perfect character for uh, Hulk Hogan to portray. Just the mustache, just it was. It was perfect. There's not really much more I can say other than you know, like how how well he pulled off the character. You know, it was sort of just him bringing that that ruthless aggression, that ruthless sort of wrestling wrestler that he is. You know, he's tough and he's a real hero, but he's you know, a real, real kind of you know, arse in, in this movie um, taking on Rocky, but it it's really, really good. And I'm at a loss for words of what to say, so I'm going to move swiftly on to uh, Roddy Piper in a sci-fi movie They Live. Um, I feel like not many people I've spoken to know about this movie. It was a really cool movie. Um, very odd sort of concept, uh, a sci-fi movie. I'm not sure if I said it before, but yes... Um, where Roddy Piper, I can't remember the name of his character, I believe it's like, maybe Hank, I think, um, puts on a pair of, uh, I think it was Ray-Bans, Ray-Ban sunglasses, um, oh god, I'm probably wrong about that, but I'm going to move on, he puts on these sunglasses, and he can see aliens living among the people (laughs) that he's, you know, living with, and, It's really crazy and wild, and there's some sensational one liners in there. Of course, the most popular that sort of like fit itself into pop culture today. I came to kick ass and chew bubblegum, but I'm all out of bubblegum. Just pure brilliance. And to come from Roddy Piper, a man I hold to, you know, such high regard um, as a wrestler and to see him you know perform so well in this movie as well was really really awesome and really satisfying as well um yeah so if you haven't seen the movie please check it out it's uh i think it was done 80 late 80s i want to say again i'm probably getting all of my facts wrong i think we're gonna have to call this episode um oh god even i can't i can't even think of a title for this that's how wow it's getting late and i'm feeling very sick but Moving on, uh, I did saw say that uh, The Miz has been in a lot of movies as of uh, recently. Uh, so hats off to him. He's doing really well for himself. Uh, John Cena also uh, did a lot of movies and still is uh, doing a lot of movies. More recently, he's been sort of making cameo appearances in comedies. And they've all been sensational, like from his appearance in Trainwreck uh, to Daddy's Home uh, and I think it was he's in Sisters. He's always playing these ridiculous characters. It's either, like, the rated-up muscle head dude um, <laughs> or this just tattooed, like, tough guy. It's really, really funny um, just to think that, you know, the lovely John Cena <laughs> can play these characters. It's really, really awesome. Um, but then going back to sort of, like, 2005, 2006, uh, where he starred in The Marine and, like, 12 rounds, and... Um, and there were a few others in between the time, but yeah, he pulled off action actually pretty surprisingly well. <laughs> uh, I remember watching those movies and being like, "Oh yeah, this is this is a decent action movie." You know, John Cena did all right. Um, yeah, there's not really much more to say other than that he 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 did good, and I'm really looking forward to what more he can do, uh, seeing as he does, you know take a few breaks, actually, recently from WWE to go off and make these movies, and it's really, really awesome uh, that he's doing that. So, good for you, John Cena, and I can't wait to see more of your hilarious cameos. Uh, Also on the list, uh, Batista. Dave Batista, he sort of was in, I think, little roles until Guardians of the Galaxy came out, where he had this lead role as Drax the Destroyer, and he nailed it. This marvel comic movie he's fit into the character so well he's got the perfect physique he was able to portray the character's sort of like um mentality and personality just to the t and in guardians 2 he you know still was able to carry that on doing almost better uh than his uh first role um and yeah from there he's been in a ton of other stuff starring alongside heaps of huge celebrity names and you know holding his own right next to them so hats off to hats off to Batista uh Riddick was another movie he did star in um not that it did too good but I'm a personal like Riddick fan uh even though some may say it is a trash movie I'm all on board with it uh and of course the rock who who can forget the rock because well You know, he's a household name at this point because of just how famous he is. He's not just Rock the Wrestler anymore, he's Rock the Hollywood Megastar. (laughs) Um, Even starring in a Disney movie, how crazy is that? Damn, I want to star in a Disney movie, but I cannot because I have a torturous cold. And I'm going to play the next song for you guys. Uh, Right now I'm going to play Gabriella Cohen. This is I Don't Feel So Alive. Stay tuned guys, this is the hot tag on Sin Nation. And that was Gabriella Cohen. I don't feel so alive. That was really, really solid track, and I cannot wait to see her this weekend. Welcome back to the Hot Tag on Sin Nation, everybody. Uh, right back into it. Let's uh, let's let's keep the ball rolling on this one. I'm I'm keen to <laughs> keep going um, with a little thing called wrestler and celebrity interaction. We've seen this over years and years and years and years of wrestling. Um. And a lot of people have varied views on it. Personally, I don't think it's such a good idea. Um, Most recently, we've had uh, the most, yeah, the most recent and sort of most notable was uh, Stephen Amell, uh, star of the hit show Arrow. Great show. Very great show. Um, Sort of making an appearance, I think this was about two years ago now, um, and he was facing uh, Stardust, uh, Cody Rhodes, And it was a really odd sort of interaction. It was just sort of Stardust came up to Stephen Amell's face and they had a match. It was really weird. And the thing about this is most of the time the celebrity always beats the wrestler, which sort of, you know, harms. Oh, God. So I've sort of just cancelled out my first argument that uh, no, not really. Film helps. Uh, celebrities can hurt. <laughs> uh, celebrities can hurt the wrestler's reputation. You know, sort of beating down this you know wrestler who's trained X amount of years. You know, just so that the celebrity can look good and get a quick you know cheer from the crowd. It it really sucks sometimes. Um, another one was Mickey Rourke back at WrestleMania twenty five, um, around the time when he released the movie The Wrestler. Uh, a film about, you know, a man in the world of wrestling and behind the scenes of it. Uh, And he was confronted by Chris Jericho because Jericho called him out saying, you know, he's fake, he's an actor, he doesn't know what it's like to be a real wrestler. And Jericho invites him into the ring and gets popped with a left hook and Mickey Rourke gets cheered to the moon and Jericho gets cried out, sort of, really. It was really sad. (laughs) Which, uh yeah makes me makes me really upset because these wrestlers work so hard to build this character and sort of build up their own status um you know as a wrestler you know uh in the way that they're supposed to be trained athletes you know being taken being taken down in five seconds by a celebrity who has had no training and you know just acts or is a comedian it's um really awkward <laughs> um and quite cringy uh cringe-worthy cringe-inducing uh there were definitely some really really bad ones back in the day uh i think i'm thinking about 09, uh jeremy piven uh definitely stands out as one of those awkward ones where he sort of i think he was that where they had the guest hosts every week uh guest manager of raw um yeah just really loud obnoxious characters and actors <laughs> and yeah, it's sort of detracted from what everyone really comes to see, which is the wrestling. And for them to be brought out of the wrestling by these celebrities and instead cheer them on and boo the wrestlers, it sucks. It really sucks. Um, I've heard of this going around, you know, even in you know just normal promotions where this where where a comedy act will sort of outshine a main a main event you know it it really sucks because these these wrestlers they put in so much time effort hard work blood sweat tears literally getting bruises every day training it's not easy to be sort of pushed aside in favor of something else just for a cheap pop it sucks as a wrestling fan I, I I go to wrestling to watch wrestling and to enjoy wrestling. So yeah, for this to happen sucks. But um, I feel we're getting into a better time now where the wrestling is much more appreciated uh, by all ages and people really admire good wrestling. Um, even amateur wrestling. We're, we're still, I know here in Melbourne where we have just such great appreciation and support for all young talent and just all the stars that we see perform, um, yeah, you know, booing the heels and, and cheering for the face characters and just really sort of getting lost in this world of wrestling. It's wonderful to see and what a time to have wrestling, you know. Just, I'm so glad it's growing now um, in in this time. Uh, it would have been so much worse off if, if it was trying to do what it's doing now ten years ago. It would not have worked. Um Yeah. Definitely sucks, but we're in a better time now, much better time now, and speaking of a better time, I don't know why we're speaking of a better time, we're going to be talking about the Root of All Evil, Alistair Black's theme song, which I'm going to play for you right now, this is an absolute to die for track, enjoy, (laughs) you're listening to the Hot Tag here on Sin Nation. That was Root of All Evil featuring Incendiary, Alistair Black's theme. Welcome back to the Hot Tag here on Sin Nation. I hope you're all having a lovely evening up to now. Now you all get to hear my lovely breaking voice. Yes, again, as I'm going to talk about wrestlers who could have what it takes to be on the big screen. Um, I thought this would be a pretty fun one to do. Uh, as I've had a few in mind, you know, where I've been watching wrestling and I'd be like, damn, imagine this guy in a movie. So, uh, first on my list, and, of course, no particular order, uh, Kevin Owens. I really think this guy has what it takes to be in film. Uh, he's he's really... Um, he's got all the elements of caricature, being able to sort of contort his face. Not really contort, but be able to show emotions so well and react to everything so damn well. Excuse me. Um, yeah, like, to see him perform on screen would be excellent. I reckon he'd be able to, like, fit into that role so perfectly. Um, just all his all his mic work in, in wrestling throughout his whole career has been superb, and to be able to see that in front of a camera, um, like I said, on, you know, the silver screen would be just sensational. So, please, someone put Kevin Owens in a movie right now. Uh, next on my list, uh, The New Day. Yes, all of The New Day. Why haven't they made a comedy movie with all of those three, like, in Three Stooges-esque style? Because I, I reckon that would be spectacular, and, and people would definitely go to see it, because who doesn't want to see that? Like, really, it's it's the new day. You know, Kofi Kingston, Big E, and Xavier Woods, they're all just so... have such huge personality, and, and to see that in, like, just this absolute drop-dead comedy movie would be amazing, like, and absolutely hilarious if they're given the freedom to like make their own jokes um and just even maybe the script you know sort of follow along in that sort of um i want to say maybe medea sort of early medea films um (laughs) and uh maybe even a bit of key and pill but definitely would be awesome to see them uh yeah even that like that eddie style eddie murphy uh style um you know, playing multiple characters, but it's all them. I reckon that could be really, really good. Uh, moving on in my list, uh, Chris Jericho. Uh, like I said about Kevin Owens, he's definitely got this this personality that can easily translate to the screen. Uh, not to say that he hasn't done movies before, which he has. Uh, don't ask me for names of the movies, I'm not too sure, but I know he has been in a few. Uh, but yes, to see him maybe uh, main he sort sort of be the main star in his own film would be really awesome. Even if it's a music film. Um, you know, Chris Jericho, you know, the band Fozzie. Uh it <laughs> fits so well into that as well. Um, so yeah, why isn't there a musical featuring Chris Jericho right now? Hmm. It's a mystery to me, and I've still got my fingers crossed for something. Someday <laughs> we'll get a Chris Jericho movie, even if it's just titled Chris Jericho. Hands down, would we'll go watch it. Uh moving on, Marty Skull, uh the villain. Uh, just, what more can you say about him? He's, this whole villain gimmick, he, in the ring, he he's just so sinister and so conniving and so evil and, and, and just hilarious. And when he's outside the ring, he's always dressed suave and he's got the, you know, suit. It's very, very menacing, very, very villain-esque. So to see him, uh, I wouldn't go as far as saying, like, a James Bond villain. <laughs> he's definitely got too much... Um, I guess, uh, humor built into his sort of gimmick. Um, he's not completely like dead serious, but to see him maybe, I don't know, he could definitely pull off like a a villain on like a superhero TV show, just playing himself. That'd be cool. Um, no, like, like the others before I've said on this list, he's, he's got the personality. He's, he's got what it takes. He's fantastic on the microphone. Um, and again, those facial expressions are just to die for. Just all those, like, s- snickering little faces he makes. And he's, it's just perfect, like, uh, like, almost like a Power Rangers villain. Uh, very overdramatic. And I reckon it would work for Marty Skull to be a villain in a film. So, yeah, that's another one we've got fingers crossed for. <laughs> Next on the list, I've got uh, Seamus and Cesaro because <laughs> just instant buddy comedy. That's all I can see, like their own sort of like rush hour team up, you know, the the Swiss cyborg and the Celtic warrior teaming up. <laughs> I reckon it would be hilarious. These two are just so much fun in the ring. So to be able to see them, oh, excuse me, uh, to be able to see them on film working together in that sort of maybe, like, clashing head-to-head sort of style movie, um, maybe sort of, like, Lethal Weapon-ish, could be really fun. And, yeah, I I definitely know a few people that would like that kind of movie, and, yeah, if you enjoy Seamus and Cesaro, you'd back me up on this. you know that it would be really fun to see this kind of movie. So, yet again, fingers crossed, let's get this movie going. Um, Yeah, and that does it with my list. Um, I'm getting quite nasally, so... Excuse me while I blow my nose, but we're going to throw to a song while I do that. Uh, No More Words. This is Jeff Hardy's theme from um, 2009, 2010-ish. Absolute banger. I still love this. To this day, little little me, little Julian would have been screaming for this song. And big Julian is definitely screaming. Enjoy, ladies and gentlemen. This is the hot tag on Sin Nation. That was No More Words, Jeff Hardy's theme song. Welcome back. To the hot tag here on sin Nation right now, ladies and gentlemen i'm gonna talk uh my favorite uh wrestler performances in film. It's not a big list, so don't worry <laughs> uh no need to panic, of course uh yeah, I'm just uh, whew. yes, sorry about this, ladies and gentlemen. I'm quite sick. I hope this episode is still enjoyable <laughs> to some extent um hopefully it's toe tapping good Def- uh got another song coming up as well. do not fear. Um, but yes, let's get right into it. Um, for, with my first pick, Batista in Guardians of the Galaxy as Drax. Like I said before, he fit the character perfectly. As a fan of the comic, um, it was definitely really fun, really fun character, and yeah, he pulled it off. It was just so much fun to watch, and it definitely looked like Batista did have fun in this role. So, well done, Batista. You 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 absolutely nailed it. I love you so much. Can't wait for more Drax in the future of the Marvel Cinematic Universe. So uh, next, as m- mentioned before as well, The Rock. Uh, no, yes, yes, The Rock. The Rock. Uh, in Fast and the Furious, I, I, this was a tough one to choose because there were so many good roles for The Rock, but I really feel like his performance as Hobbs in Fast and the Furious sort of shot him up to the sort of action hero that he is now. Not saying that he can't pull off comedy or drama, but uh, this definitely helped him much more. This sort of brought him into the mainstream of uh, Hollywood. Um, Before, he was doing Scorpion King, um, uh, Welcome to the Jungle, there were a few kids' movies, A Tooth Fairy, um, and not to say that I didn't like those movies, and Game Plan. I love Game Plan. Me and my sister watched that religiously back in the day, and still to this day, (laughs) it's fantastic, but... I really reckon he stepped up in Fast and the Furious. Um, yeah, so definitely keen to see more of him. Uh, he's really built himself up as a character in the past four, three movies, I think now. Three, maybe four movies. Um, it's a lot of movies. But yes, definitely keen to see more Rock. He's definitely entered the family of uh, the Fast and Furious cast. It's beautiful to see, and I can't wait for more. Uh, Next on my list is Hulk Hogan as Thunderlips, as mentioned before, from the Rocky 3. I I don't really want to get into too much about this. He's got a glorious mustache, and it translated so well into this damn movie. It was gorgeous. Uh, Finally on my list is my absolute favorite, Andre the Giant in The Princess Bride. I love this movie to death. It's got to be up there in my top ten. It's hilarious it's romantic it's got action and andre the giant fits so well into this movie as just the the friendly giant he sort of you know brought that that character that he is in wrestling and outside the ring into this movie into this character and it was just brilliant and lovely and yeah andre the giant who would have thought he'd do so well in this absolutely wacky movie but amazing amazing and yeah holds a special place in my heart and memories of Andre the Giant uh, just flood back to me every time I watch this movie just his matches with Hulk Hogan and, and just all these other legendary moments that he's had so yeah that is uh that's my list of um, top wrestlers performances in film that was a pretty quick list and I am sorry for <laughs> wasting time <laughs> nah um, I hope you enjoyed that list I'm going to play another song now (laughs) because I don't really have much else to say. So I'm going to play uh, a bit of a nostalgia trip. Hopefully you guys enjoy this as much as I enjoy it. Uh, Frank Sinatra, Fly Me to the Moon. Love this song. I hope you guys do too. You're listening to the Hot Tag on Sin Nation. We'll see you right after this. That was Fly Me to the Moon by Frank Sinatra. What what a song that just... Sends the nicest chill up my body. Oh, it's so relaxing and just... I love it. Love it. But instead of marking out about (laughs) Frank Sinatra, I'm going to mark out because it is fine. It is the end of the episode. Um, But it actually went surprisingly quick. I survived. So I think I deserve an applause, a pat on the back. (laughs) Thank you all for listening so much. Uh, I will tell you that there are a couple of events coming up if you are interested in wrestling in the local area. Tomorrow night uh November rain on the 11th of November it's sold out unfortunately but MCW is hosting it uh and Kazuchika Okada is coming no big deal or anything uh sold out uh at um oh god the Thornbury theater yes um so whoever is going I'll see you there it's surely going to be an amazing unforgettable night cannot wait for Okada but if you have not got tickets for that, be sure to check out PCW Ignition in Ferntree Gully on the same night, 11th of November. Definitely get down and support the guys and gals at PCW. They're some amazing athletes there and cannot stress this enough how awesome they are. So if you're in that area or you're just looking for some good old wrestling, go check them out. Uh, and next week, NAW Pure is holding a ma- holding an event <clears throat> Excuse me, at the Glenroy Bowlers Club on November 18th. Uh, as mentioned last week, it'll surely be a really, really awesome, awesome night. And, uh, I'm definitely going to be getting down myself because I can't wait to see what a lovely action is going to happen. So yeah, that brings us to the end of the night. Thank you so much for tuning in. I apologize for my croakiness and maybe the <laughs> blandness of this episode, but, um, definitely we'll be back next week with a fresh episode. Uh, with lots to talk about, and I will have someone to talk to with me. <laughs> I promise you all this. Uh, but right now, I'm going to leave you with a song. Uh, so be sure to check us out on Facebook. That is The Hot Tag Sin. That's S-Y-N. We're also on iTunes and Omni. Check us out there as well, The Hot Tag Sin. going to leave you with this song by Leanne La Havas. It's green and gold. I had the pleasure of seeing Leanne perform live, uh, I think it was last year, at the Coldplay concert, and she is spectacular. Please check out more of her music as well. Yes. Enjoy your night, guys. I've been your host, Julian. uh, And you've been listening to The Hot Tag. Catch you all next week.